so good to be in God's house today. I just want to <clears throat> welcome those who are watching us online today. Um, Life Church Global is now in Bangalore. Bangalore's got a new venue. Last week was the first time they had their service in Bangalore uh, and it was awesome. It was really good. Also, Goa has finally got a location, a venue, and uh, we're so excited that tomorrow is their first service. Like, I mean, today is your first service, <laughs> this week, yeah, and also uh, Pune in Aaron and uh, the Pune Life Group also have a new location. Uh, it's so good. All the, all the life groups in, in India have new locations and God is doing awesome things. It's so good, but we also want to welcome all of those people who watch us internationally from, you know, Brisbane, Melbourne, Hong Kong, uh, India, Central Asia, the uh, Miami in Florida, wherever you may be, we just want to bless you. This church wants to bless you for joining us, being faithful and joining us online every week. It's so good. And I just want to welcome all of you who are here for the first time. You know, this may be a new experience for some of you. Uh, and uh, I just want you to have an open mind and an open heart uh, to what God is doing uh, in this room. It's going to be an exciting time today. Are you excited? So today I want to encourage you to lean into God's word, okay? Are you ready? Yes. We're going to start a new series today and the title of the yeah, the title of the series is called Divine Alchemy. Okay? Divine Alchemy. All right? And the title of my message today is The Art of Transmutation. I love this I love this artwork. Joella made this artwork last night. And uh, I, it's going to be my DP, so I bags it first, okay? Just letting you know, shotgun. The art of transmutation. I want you to open your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 says this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, in Christ. Are you okay with that? Are you reading it off the screen? Okay, read it along with me. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has with So there's a lot of things happening in this verse. Okay? But I'm not going to, this is not the main verse. This is just a reference verse, but we'll get to the main verse in a bit. Okay? So the key thing here for you to understand is that God has blessed us, already blessed us with every spiritual blessing. The key word there is every. The key word there is every. Every spiritual blessing. Every blessing that you can ever need, He's already blessed you with it. Every blessing that God, that you would ever need in your life for you to prosper, for you to have good health, for your children to prosper, all, 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 all the business, all that stuff. Everything God has already provided. But it is in the realm of the Spirit. The reason why it's in the realm of the Spirit is because God is Spirit and that's the realm that He makes the provision for you. So your primary identity is that you're a spirit being, living in a body and having a soul. So primarily at the core of who you are, you're a spirit. So from a spirit to a spirit, the access is being given. So God has already provided every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places to you and me. So you and I have access to the realm of the spirit because we primarily understand that the core of our identity, we are spirit beings. Okay? I'd like to submit to you that the new creation in Christ Jesus is a provision, it's a blessing that God has made for you and me. But that new creation is in the realm of the spirit. And the way you and I 
are transformed into the image and likeness of that new creation is what the Bible says in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. It says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So the renewing of your mind enables you to experience the realm of the spirit, what is made available in the realm of the spirit. So the renewing of the mind is not to make you a better person. The renewal of the mind is not to make you a better Christian. Jesus did not give his life so that you can be a better follower. I'd love to submit to you that there is an art. There's a way of doing things in the kingdom of God. In order for you to experience transformation into the new creation, to experience it, you have to go through transmutation by the renewing of your mind. So the renewal of the mind, so you must understand that God is spirit, his word is spirit. And every time you take something that is of the spirit, a revelation of who he is, let me submit this to you. Let me push you a little bit in the beginning, okay? Every revelation of God that you receive is not a revelation of who God is and who you should become. But it's a revelation of the provision of whom you have already become. I know I, I, I just confused you a little bit more. That's good. <laughs> Today we'll feel like that and it's okay. We're breaking new ground with you. We must understand that God has already made a provision called the new creation. He's not speaking to the old man saying you will become a better version of that. He's talking to you that from the place that you've already become. It's a new creation. He's talking to the new creation. So every revelation of God is who you are. It's a hard pill to swallow. When you receive a revelation of Jesus the Christ, the son of the living God, you're not receiving something that you will become. It's something that you've already become. Because you will become requires you to do something. By grace, through faith, you have already become a new creation in Christ Jesus. Now, for all of us to understand, we are in the flesh. We are experiencing the world in the flesh. And in order for us to overcome the flesh, you need the renewing of the mind. With the revelation of the new creation. That gives you, every time you receive the revelation of the new creation, you mutate into the new creation. Which means physically, you will begin to experience a mutation that the old is gone and behold, the new has come. Every time you receive a revelation, the old is gone and behold, the new has come. The old is gone and behold, the new has come. This is why it is very important. The, the people think that, hey, you know, these terms that we are talking about is all new age stuff. And, and you know, uh, you know, <laughs> they might say, what is this transmutation? It's not in the Bible. Actually, transmutation is in the Bible. It's called transformation. It is in the Bible. But mutation is the ability to receive a revelation of the new creation. And as you receive it, something happens to the core of who you are. At the, at the core of your DNA of who you are, you begin to mutate. You don't recognize it physically, immediately. But over a period of time, you begin to realize that you don't cuss the way you used to cuss before. You don't smoke the way you used to smoke before. You just suddenly, all of a sudden, something is changing. You wake up in the morning and you don't do the things you used to do. Why? It's because you are mutating into the image and likeness of Christ. Let me say this. The new age <laughs> religion in itself is a hopeless attempt for applying the methods, godly methods 
without recognizing the source of power that God is in our lives. It's a hopeless attempt at godly methods. You must understand, meditation is not a new age thing. Contemplation is not a new age thing. The sages from old, the people from old, fathers of our faith used to meditate and contemplate on God's word and be transformed into the image and likeness of God and do phenomenal things on the earth. You must understand... This is not a new age term. We need to bring these terms, these symbols, these signs, patterns, all of these things, these cycles and seasons. We need to redeem them back because people have taken them and they've made them into methods that people can follow without the spirit and the power of God. The minute you remove God from the equation, the minute you remove the source of power, the source of life from the equation, you have religion. You have a lot of methods, godly methods. These are godly methods, ladies and gentlemen. And a lot of us look at it and we'll say, you know, oh, no, no, that's Hinduism and that is, you know, Buddhism and that is New Age and, oh, we should stay away from this. And that's the reason why the church has lost its power. Because we've forgotten to understand the methods that God has created for us to transmute. Now, this subject is something that I do in ethereal life. But the Lord said to me, I want you to do it here in the church. Because we're going to go through a season where as a church, as a body of Christ, we're going to literally witness the transformation in each other that we recognize in ourselves. Are you with me? We're going to recognize it in one another. Right, so... 1 Corinthians chapter 14 and verse 15 says this. Is it up here? Yeah. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with the Spirit and I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit and I will also sing with the understanding. So here's the, the, the issue. My people perish because of a lack of Knowledge. We don't understand the methods and the ways that God has put in place. And because of that, we make it about a church. We make it about a religion. We make it about all these things. I don't want to come because you know all that kind of stuff. We make it into all these things because we simply throw out the baby and the bathwater. Because it comes in packages that we don't recognize, that we're not familiar with. As we start maturing in our faith in the Lord, as we begin to mature in our understanding, you will begin to look into the world and you will see patterns of God. You will see patterns of Christ. You will see symbols of Christ. You will see so many things. Like I would walk on the street, like after a while, I would walk on the street and I would begin to see portals over people and, and they're Christians and they're doing absolutely nothing with it. I would, I would walk around and I would see triangles and, and circles and, and I would see, uh, you know, the ictus over people and I would see different things that people are accessing in and out, in and out. Uh, and, and, you know, and some, some people would not have any clue about it. And they're walking over an open heaven and they don't know that there's a portal, an open heaven over them. And God, they've, re they've received a promise. You must understand, they've received a prophetic word. A man of God has given a word and now they've got this portal over them. And they're walking and they're okay with goosebumps. And they're okay with the little oozy-goozy feeling that they get in worship. And the little tears and they feel like, love. I feel loved. But when I walk out of this, I don't feel loved. You must understand, there is much more. There is so much more. I want you to know that we are living a very, very inferior life compared to what God has opened the doors for. He has opened doors. He has opened gates. He has opened portals. He has opened dimensions. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. There is no demon in hell that can stop you. You must understand, there is no being, there is no angel, there is nothing, there is no religion, there is no age, new age, old age, middle age, it doesn't matter. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. So we're good now. Okay. <laughs> and even though we have 
this spiritual provision that God has made in the heavenly places he will not force you to access it good christians have lived their life having an open heaven but doing absolutely nothing on the earth they think the open heaven is for themselves let me explain this to you when you want an open heaven over you you already have it because of what jesus did for you that's separate but when you have an open heaven over you you carry a responsibility to steward it and the more you steward it the more the circumference of the heaven opens over you the more you give away what he has given to you freely you're saying that you can manage much more and i'm <laughs> i'm not talking about just finances now can i shock you a little bit are you okay i'll shock this side a little bit so i can wake them up a little bit we're going to get into some really good stuff okay you know when we were growing up in school did you learn how to spell words let me ask you the question again did you learn how to spell words are you thinking spiritually are you thinking carnally have you learned how to spell words let me just ask the question again have you used words as spells now you're thinking spiritually ladies and gentlemen words are spells that's why they teach you how to spell when you and i use our words he is the word when we give a prophetic word i'm giving a prophetic word you will prosper and not live in lack ever again what have i done but when we 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 term it prophetic word no but you are casting a this will not come out on the video but just for you <laughs> because i will get long emails from people who don't love me that much but i don't care anyways i have to tell you we i love you and you need to be free to understand why you have to use your words carefully don't just look just throw words like that because if you throw a a spell against a righteous person that spell will go and it will bounce back be careful don't run your mouth you're a new creation don't run your mouth talking rubbish from an unrenewed mind don't just don't just become the garbage of somebody else's rubbish don't become a, let me rephrase don't become a garbage bag of someone else's spells i'm talking about gossip be very very careful with your words if you're from this church be very careful because what you do to a righteous person will come back to you you must understand we empower demons without even worshiping them this is just for you now okay stand you can remove all of this from the video all right <laughs> so god will not force you okay <laughs> i think i i think i need a, you need a little bit of healing after that one <laughs> okay you must understand these words that we use like god is the word he was the word in the beginning was the word what is the word the minute you believe the word you come under the cycle of whatever the word it determines so if he says if you believe in me you will have eternal life gets what you get, get put it in your mind what when you believe it you enter into a cycle of eternal life you understand you you're given you're given to a computer program do you understand it's a program it's a it's a spiritual program the minute you speak a word whoever believes it shall experience everlasting life what do you think that is so when you see oh you know we're coming up to halloween and people are casting spells and whatever why don't you cast some good ones no. 
Look, you're a spirit being. I'm freaking people out and that's okay. That's absolutely fine. You must understand. We are not coming to an event. And it's not a warfare. We're not like, oh, John's teaching us how to wage war in the spirit. No, that's all that's won already. You just have to learn how to steward the earth. The earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof. And he's given that to you and me. He's given it to you and me. And he says, hey, listen, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? And the one thing that he is, he's given to you. He says, use my word. Use my name. Use my nature. Use my character. Use my abilities. Use it. For what? Not to make yourself rich, but to bring transformation in the world around us. Come on now. Is it just me or is it getting hot in here? (laughs) But that's okay. I think it's me. Are we okay now? You feel better? Huh? You feel better? Yeah? Yeah. Like last series was all, you know, love, father's love, father's love. Now we have to do something with that father's love. You know, I'll tell you something. When you, completely off my notes, when you and I understand the significance and the power of the words that God has given us, you will set people on a path of doing such phenomenal things. When we call out the greatness in one another, what are we doing? What are we doing? When people say, wow, you know, that church, that church, that church, Jesus gave his life for that church. You may not like it because you are too conformed to this world. You may not like it because of that. But Jesus loves the church. Jesus loves this church. So be very careful about what you say about his church. I don't care which country it is in, who, which minister has a plane, which minister has a Bentley, whatever it is, keep your words to yourself. In fact, don't even keep it to yourself. Throw it out. You don't need that. You don't need that in your life. Somebody get a plane, man, bless the guy. Lord, may he increase. Let him have more planes. Also, when he's increasing, Lord, think about me in your kingdom. You know, <laughs> just put, put, that, put yourself in the place that God, you know what he is doing. Even I want to do that. So, I thank you for blessing me. You should prophesy of yourself and say, God, I will have enough cars to give away. I'll have enough planes to give away. I will have enough money that I won't know what to do with it. I want to give it away. That is the mindset of a son. That is not the mindset of a follower. Are you with me? A follower, Jesus did not give his life to make more followers. He gave his life so that you and I can become a son just like he is. And sons carry the inheritance of a very generous father. Right. So the word alchemy is defined as the art of transmutation. Okay. Alchemy is the application of replacing core elements in order to transform, listen to this, transform an inferior object into a superior object. Where where do we see this? Where do we see it? In? Yeah, in us. Divine alchemy is the application of spiritual consciousness to transform a physical matter. Divine alchemy, not just physical alchemy. Because if you go on Google and you try to find out what does alchemy mean, it will give you all rubbish. A lot of... (laughs) They say, you know, alchemists are people who who try to, uh, through magic and through certain spells and all that kind of stuff, want to change lead and make it gold. Okay, it's a, it's a fool's dream. But divine alchemy is what your heavenly father has been doing. Divine alchemy is, is applying spiritual consciousness to physical matter. That's what happens to you and me. Divine alchemy is taking something that is spiritual. Spiritual consciousness is the consciousness of Christ that has existed even before time began, has been going through every generation in the Bible and now has come to you and me. 
that spiritual consciousness when we take it and we apply it to spiritual to physical matter it starts transforming the physical matter into spiritual consciousness so you become spiritually more aware of the realm of the spirit then you are more aware of what is happening in the physical do you understand you become more like your heavenly father but becoming more like your heavenly father is only the step one doing what your heavenly father does is step two a lot of times we are okay with going to church to just try to become you've received grace now what you've received grace you understand the revelation of law and grace and all that kind of stuff and now what are you going to do with that grace you have to do something no oh you know the grace of god is god's ability god's nature god's character that's the grace grace of god is given to you now God God has given you his ability man he's given you his character he's given you his nature now what are you going to do with it you've got to use it you've got to use it in places where you are in the realm of the physical jesus says father i pray that you don't take them out of the world come on what a prayer you know everybody in christianity is waiting to go to heaven and jesus's prayer is father keep them in the world well, well why jesus why why did you do this to us Huh? Like look there's a generation before us that got saved like that. You know if you give your life to Jesus you will go to heaven and everybody's waiting to go to heaven while they're going through hell on the earth. They're waiting they're waiting to go to heaven. I can't wait for the chariot to come and take me away and all of that they're looking to go to heaven. But what are you going to do in heaven? <laughs> think about think about this. What are you going to do in heaven? Oh I'm going to worship Jesus for eternity. What are you going to do that would have such significance in heaven? You've got to understand what I'm saying ladies and gentlemen. With everything, the good blessings that we have that God has given us, there is you can make a significant impact here on earth that heaven celebrates. And the renewing of the mind enables us to experience transmutation into the new creation i want to give you a couple of examples okay so jesus and his father are the ogs <laughs> okay of divine alchemy okay we'll go to the father second but first we do jesus i'll give you a few examples okay One day a blind man comes to Jesus and says I want to see. What did Jesus do? He took mud, right? He took mud and he I don't want to make the sound because it's Yeah, that. I have people that help me. We mutate like that. So he spats in his hand and he mixes it and then he applies it on this blind man's and then he washes it and then what happens he gets he takes something that was inferior listen to me very carefully he takes something that was inferior he uses a method that was not done before and he brings out a superior product let me give you another example jesus is at the wedding and they've run out of wine okay it's my favorite subject to speak on not wine but drinking wine <laughs> it's my favorite right so they this mother comes to him my mother will never come to me to do this but his mother comes to him right <laughs> i love you mom right so his mother comes to him and tells the servants do whatever he says and so he now takes tells the servants fill the water pots which are meant for ceremonial washing inferior oh come on now you yeah. transmutation you have to understand it it is something that is inferior and it's the worst thing this is what they keep outside you know wash their feet and you know, wash their hands and all that stuff they do all of that stuff outside before they come in He takes that water. And he says fill them all. And as soon as they take it out, 
okay? To drink it, it becomes fine wine, not just any wine, fine wine. That is your brother. That is Jesus. That is your Lord. He gives wine to people who are already drunk. So that they get even more drunk. <laughs> okay, this is no excuse for people. But I'm just saying. Okay. But what I'm saying is this. I'm talking about alchemy. Why are you thinking about wine? Alchemy, alchemy. You must understand what Jesus is trying to teach us. He's trying to teach us that whenever you face a problem, nothing is impossible. Even if religiously you might think that, no, 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 that is not good. He will take the very thing that you think is wrong and he will turn it into something good. Now, let me, let me tell you another thing that Jesus does. He was sitting down with his disciples over dinner and he takes bread. And he breaks a piece of bread and he says, this is my body. Alchemy. Alchemy. Then he takes a cup and he says, this cup is my blood. The same way that he created wine is the same way that piece of bread inferior becomes superior. Now I want you to understand when God saved you, when God rescued you, you were inferior. And he did something that was so divine, that is so mystical, that people cannot explain it. People, how do you explain? Somebody died 2,000 years ago. How can you be saved? Baba, it's alchemy. You don't understand. It's alchemy. It's divine alchemy. It's a consciousness that has been passed down from generation to generation. It does not need, you don't need scripture. You need a word. You need somebody to tell you, take the, take the very thing that was spoken years ago, the same words and pass it down from generation to generation. And now when you believe it, the same thing that happened to that generation now begins to happen to you and me. It's alchemy, divine alchemy. Right. Shall we go to the beginning? Genesis chapter 1. Now listen to, remember, when we read the Bible in this church, we are looking at the language, we're looking very closely at what is written, okay? Verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day. And he called the darkness, he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Okay, then he goes on to create the seas and the earth. Now, we're talking about alchemy. We're talking about taking something that is inferior, adding it to spiritual consciousness and creating something that never existed before. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Heavens, plural, earth, singular. So there are heavens. You are seated in Christ in heavenly places. So which means you are in multiple places at the same time. I, I don't want to push you, but yeah, it's okay. You'll get, you'll get it. Okay? So you can have access to any place in, in heaven. Anyway, so, so the earth, it gives you, in order for you to understand how your heavenly father created, you need to understand that you have to use the same method. That's why I said people use the same methods, but they don't have the same source. That's where religion is formed. That's where new age, old age, middle age, all the other ages are formed. Okay? But when you and I have to create something, we do exactly what our Heavenly Father did. Jesus says, I see what my Father does and I do it. I only do what I see the Heavenly Father do. I only say what I hear the Heavenly Father say. Very important statements. Okay? So now, in the beginning, the earth, it says, the Bible says the earth was 
without form and void. The earth had no shape and there was nothing happening in it. That's what it means. <laughs> the earth was null and void according to the King James Version. It had no form and it had nothing happening. It's void. And darkness covered the waters. So I'd like to pick, I want you to picture it like this. Darkness is a cloud between the sun and you. A lot of times Christians have thought darkness, bad. Darkness, devil. But I want you to know that darkness is not bad. God called the darkness night. He called the light day. And he said it was? Okay. Are we reading the same Bible? Good. Now, the earth was null and void and darkness was over the deep. And God spoke into the darkness. The book of Corinthians says this. God spoke, God commanded light to come out of. So which means what the earth saw was darkness. What God saw was darkness. Are you with me? But somehow darkness gave light. He commanded light to shine out of not out of the heavens. Okay, let me let me just say this now. When Jesus was talking to his disciples, he was shouting at the Pharisees, the scribes, the religious people. Ah, you guys stand on the streets and you do, ah, nah, 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 all on the street. You pray these big massive prayers and ah, nah, nah, oh, you know, when these people give you thanks, that's your reward. Nothing in heaven. That's Jesus' talk to religious people. Okay, that's how I read the Bible. And then he turns around and then he turns around and then he's, <laughs> he's talking about these people and he says, you know, I want you to pray in secret. I want you to do your actions, your good deeds, your charitable deeds. Do it in secret. Darkness in, in, in Hebrew uh, is, is translated not something evil. It's translated as, oh, let me, let me just, let me get it for you. <laughs> ah, got it. Are you okay? Do you want to know what it is? What it means? It's the word obscurity. And it means something concealed. Obscurity. Something concealed. Which means darkness is not bad. Darkness is actually holding something for you. It's something, it's, it's hiding something for you. Light reveals that thing for you. Are you with me? Okay, so now. When God was looking at the earth, it, it was null and void. There was nothing on the earth. And darkness covered the deep. And God said, let there be light. And the light was good. But the earth was not formed first. Light was formed first. Why? Because the earth needed to see the light. Now, I wonder, the reason why I spoke to you about what Jesus said in the parables is because a lot of things happen in the dark places at night time. In the secret. That's why I said be careful with your words. A lot of things are said in secret. Hoping that nobody else would know. But Jesus says this. That what is done in secret. The heavenly father will report, reward openly. What does that mean? It means that when you invest something in the dark. God your heavenly father. Whatever it is. God your heavenly father will reward you according to that. Are you with me? Oh yeah. <laughs> I want you to get it. I want you to get it. This is this is alchemy if you understand the way God your heavenly father works. This is divine alchemy. You know when I was growing up, you know my mom and dad said, "Come and do night prayers." Remember night prayers? Did you guys do it night prayers? 
only few people i don't know what are the rest today today i understand the value of praying in the night because i pray what you will experience in the night in the day the next day you didn't get it i love to pray in the night i love to pray in the dark i love to walk my dogs in the dark you know why let me tell you something it's not a joke there are so many people who are in this church who are from the same place where kelsey and i stay there's a reason for that in fact now there's a family two doors from us it's amazing why is because at night time i'm in the dark walking my dogs in the dark speaking things into the atmosphere speaking things into the realm speaking things into opening doors closing doors doing things that are constantly in the dark you know why because the next day we need to experience it why because the next day the light shines comes god opens the light he opens the light and then whatever you did in the dark is revealed in the light you must understand how important it is what do you say to your family behind closed doors what do you say to your friends in secret because all those things all those words ladies and gentlemen are things that you are investing in what you will experience the very next day or the in the near future you have to be very 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 intentional with your words especially in secret especially in secret because your heavenly father who sees you doing it in secret will reward you no 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 not just in the light he will reward you openly now if you are investing negativity ah uh, so all of the angels in heaven now are, are, and on the earth that are assigned to your life are walking around you listening to what you say and they will not serve you if you're not serving your heavenly father oh come on You must understand the the importance of what I'm saying right now. When you and I come into a place where we understand there are things that are spoken, there are actions and deeds that are done when nobody else is around. Oh, I like my space. Sure. You love your space. What are you doing in that space? Because your heavenly father is watching it. It's not in secret, right? Is that in secret? Right? Just think of of your workplace now, okay? You're at work and you're and you're grumbling because of immaturity, you're grumbling now. Oh, they didn't give me a raise. Oh, you know this guy gave that person opportunity. Oh, no, no. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> Are you listening? your company that you're speaking all this stuff about or your church or your life group or your friend circle whatever you want to say wherever you're talking that stuff nothing will happen to them wait 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 nothing will happen to them but something happens to you where you will experience from them what you have spoken about them Are you do you understand people coming to church they only see the negative things that's okay you help me out to become better i'm okay with that i love that i'm we are mature like that but then when you keep saying negative things about the church even though the church is loving you man even though the church is doing everything good we're working hard all the volunteers doing everything possible you will find every reason in the book to experience everything negative everything good happens somehow you will feel negative about it why is because you have spoken same thing with your work same thing with your family oh you walk around my wife don't you don't have to tell anybody sometimes you might get into trouble when you tell somebody else about your wife i mean <laughs> don't don't even do that if you go to somebody complaining oh you know my wife oh man she done cook for me she done love me she done give me a hug done you know all that kind of stuff you're walking around talking all that your wife will hug you but then the problem is you're not receiving a hug you are misinterpreting oh maybe she wants something for me today that is why she's hugging me do you understand what i'm saying 
Oh, look at that church. You know, they're, they're doing all this stuff because they want my money and they want it. No, no, we don't want your money. You need the church. You need these people. You need a message like this. God is speaking to you today. <laughs> we have to come into a place where we understand, listen, I've got power. The source of the power is not me, it's my heavenly father. And he will, we, he will put, <laughs> you may talk about the great judgment now, the, oh, the great and judgment, you know, the judgment day of the Lord. What is he going to judge you? How, what do you have done with what I've given you? What has he given you? His nature, his character, his ability, his fruit, huh? right? His finances, his kingdom, his gifts, his offices. What, what do you have? You just said yes. And we make it more about us. What am I getting out of this church? What is God getting by you coming here? <laughs> am I speaking the truth to somebody or what? Tell me what is God getting? What is this kingdom got since you came here? Seven years, eight years of life just global. What has happened to the city? When we talk about divine alchemy, you must understand, you are a powerful person. God looks at you the same way he looks at himself. That was a good word. God doesn't look at you as a condemned Christian going to hell. He looks at you the same way he looks at Jesus Christ. You must understand, blameless, holy, righteous, sinless. You have everything in you to expand the kingdom of God on the earth. <laughs> you have the wisdom of God in you. You have the knowledge of God. You can listen. Look, I love Sam. By the way, how many of you enjoyed what Sam talked about? Phenomenal. Absolutely awesome. How many of you think you should take the word? I think it would be awesome. Yeah. I, I was so blessed by it, really. I really loved it. And he needs to, he needs, we need him more here. Right. So, good. Opportunity is coming soon. <laughs> but my, my, my point to what I'm saying is, look, look this, this house is really not about one, two people. You must understand, it's not about two worship leaders. It's not about just one band. It's not about just individuals, whatever. You know, I, if I was given the opportunity to choose, I would stand at the door. I would actually stand outside the door where, you know, where I saw uh, Robin and, and Sean standing outside greeting people today. I would be there. You know why? Because I want to show God in secret what sacrifice looks like. I wait all week to come into this place where I can worship God with the family. But I take that and I'll say, God, you know what? What's most important is that hug that that person experiences outside there. And I'm going to, I want to give them my all. I, I want to worship you there, but I know you're here. And I'm hugging you. And then the person standing at the door, opening the door for people over there. And the person standing here. And the, and the people who are leading you to your chairs are not worshipping God like the way we want to worship God. But they're worshipping God by taking you to your seats. You must understand what they're doing in secret. God will, will reward them openly. You must understand, God is going to reward you for serving behind the scenes. God, you know, the graphics team, Joanna, by the way, who did this, uh, people, they worked. I sent her the title at, I think, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock, I don't know, whatever time, and she came up with this. You must understand, these people are sowing in secret. They're sowing in secret. They're sowing in secret. And God is going to reward them publicly. Let's stand up. Let's stand up. So good. I can tell that I'm loving this series already. <laughs> so good. Transformation is the end result. Transmutation is the application of the renewing of the mind. So transmutation precedes transformation. Transmutation happens in little bits based on revelation that you receive. And as you receive, 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 one day we will all experience the fullness. You must understand the new creation does not die. A new creation does not fall sick. <laughs> that, is, that is the hope that we have. You know, a new creation does not need food. A 
a new creation can walk through walls a new a new creation can um can um can be in two places at the same time a new a new creation let me push this a new creation can be on in all heavens at the same time and on earth okay but we're not yet there because you're here right now you're not at home at the same time it will be awesome if you can come to church and be at work at the same time see i don't know about you i would have said amen for that yeah. right i can be on a holiday and be at church at the same time <laughs> i i'm i'm getting you to think beyond what you normally are you know like look i i don't know about you but i sit down and have dreams like this like i dream of the day when i can walk my dogs and be at home <laughs> it's simple but you know you know what i mean it's the new creation is possible it's possible well we're, we're all wired differently but the beauty in it is it's the same consciousness of the spirit that we receive from the word of god the renewing of the mind doesn't happen from any other source except god's word you're transformed into the image and likeness of the word made flesh the word made flesh word spirit the progression of the word is that the word becomes flesh when it becomes flesh the progression of the flesh is to become the new creation from flesh to new creation is a process called transmutation and that takes place by the renewing of the mind are you okay okay so this week i i want you to not get complex thoughts you can be complex but start with simple revelations of god start with simple revelations of god is love there's a revelation that changed my mind it's a it's a it's a it's a verse in the in i think it's in the it's a proverb or a psalm one of the two but it changed my life it talks about how a soft response turns wrath away a soft a gentle response turns wrath away it changes arguments it changes fights bitterness all that kind of stuff you can take that simple word and you can renew your mind by it and say all my responses my natural responses to fight from insecurity from fight to fight from worthlessness to fight from a place of i don't know i don't have i don't have all that stuff to fight to get something for yourself you put it at ease and say my father's already provided everything i need and because of that a soft response a gentle response will change every situation of wrath that needs to come your way and i want to i want to i want to encourage you it's just simple things like that just remove a, a a trait in your mind of who you are and receive a revelation of who god made you to be some of us have have really experienced trauma in our life some of us have experienced so much of religion that we only see religion in the church and not faith and some of us need to mature in our faith in god and some of us really need to come into a place where we what is this i don't even understand this i need god i need god i want to tell you god comes to you as the word you're trying to experience someone who comes to you as the word and i want to give you an opportunity today not to make yourself right with god because god has done that did you get that jesus has already done that for you but there is an aligning that needs to pay, take place with your mind you make you need to make yourself right with god in your mind you've strayed away with your own thinking which has caused you to experience certain things in your life but i want to align you to simple things like god is love i am love i am peace i am a son i am prosperous i am justified i am righteous i am blameless i am holy it is from this place that you start living your life out and so i want to give you this opportunity now wherever you are just between god and you you just align yourself to god right now don't say god i want to become better because god is not giving that to you <laughs> god wants to make you his son so in your own way you close your eyes and just make yourself 
Just take a deep breath and inhale the acceptance of the Father. Just right now. Just inhale. Take a deep breath and inhale it. The Father has accepted you. You are loved. You're cared for. There's no more need of striving. That you are gentle. You are kind. You are a good mom. You're a good dad. No one else can define you the way your heavenly father can. And just make a commitment to him right now to live from his definition of your identity. People have spoken words over you. Words like you are grumpy, you're angry, you are too much. <laughs> I want you to know that God loves too much. He made you like that. People have said things to you, they've hurt you. because you believe them <laughs> that that's who you are i want you to just let it go right now just let all that hurt that definition that you are not good enough my goodness you are more than enough that's because that's who your heavenly father is to you more than enough people have told you this business idea is impossible and you believe them and that's why you're sitting on a business idea and doing absolutely nothing with it but then god has made you into his son who does the impossible impossible is actually nothing you need to do it you need to step into that place taking a risk is spelt as faith step in faith god has called you to step in faith I just feel like right now in this moment there's so much of forgiveness that needs to take place just forgive people forgive your old church forgive your uncle your auntie your dad your mom just forgive them don't hold anything against them people who have spoken words to you against you have created a scandal against you i just cancel all those words over your life right now and i bring you into just righteous living I cancel all those words of negativity over your life and I declare over you that you will do the impossible. I declare that greatness in you will begin to manifest out of your life from this day on. I declare over you that you will be the head and not the tail. You will be the beginning and not the end. Every place that your foot shall tread, God has given it to you already. I declare that over you that as you step from this moment that you will step in a from a place of victory. You will not need victory because you are already victorious. I want to declare over you that you are you don't need healing. You are already healed right now in the name of Jesus. in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you. You know while I was just praying right now the Lord just showed me something. <clears throat> Oftentimes organs in our body get sick or they experience trauma or they start deteriorating and it affects our bodies and and I think there are people in the room that are experiencing that right now and it's because of years and years listen to me it's because of years and years of abuse and dishonor Let me let me just, I I don't have an issue with people drinking or smoking or whatever I'm just giving an example okay 
let's just say that you, you've been a chain smoker and you're addicted to smoking all your life. And after a period of time, now you're beginning to have complications in your lungs. You've spent years dishonoring your lungs. And right now, as I was praying, the Lord was saying this, a lot of my people want perfect health and I've given them perfect health, but they're still dishonoring organs in their body. And we need to bring honor to the organs in our body. Paul says, you know, there are certain organs in our body that that we give less honor to because they do the, the least amount of jobs, but we actually give them high honor by protecting them and covering them. It's like that with our internal organs. And some of us have eaten whatever food we want to eat, and drank whatever we want to drink, and, and just for the moment, we just want to celebrate. And it's okay, I, I don't have a problem with it. But I want you to know that every time you did it, your organs were experiencing dishonor. And over a period of time, they begin to do what you have forced it to do, not function. So I just feel like right now, we just need to not anybody else just for your body. I just feel like I believe that God wants you to live a long life. And, and it's, sometimes it's easy to say, God, give me a new lung. Give me a new kidney. And give me new this and new that. But the very thing that God gave you, you did not steward in the first place. And I just feel like right now, God is saying, just honor it so that it starts healing. Honor brings healing. You know, forgiveness, asking your organs to forgive you for years and years of eating sugar without control and now carbs without control and, and now your, your, your liver and your pancreas is beginning to, your stomach is causing acidity issues and, and we're trying to take medication where the simple thing is honor. So just right now, just before we close, I just feel like just bringing honor back to the physical body, the temple of God, the place where God chose to dwell. We've trusted the opinion of other people and other doctors and they've, they've given us a report that we've believed and we've come under that cycle. Now I want you just to create your own heavenly cycle. Just begin to create an alchemy right now. Take something spiritual and apply it to your physical body. I was suffering for 10 years with allergies and I was blaming my dogs. 10 years, taking medication, I losing hair, putting on weight, my hormones were all over the place because of allergy medication. And when God began to tell me, John, you were claiming from the time you were a child that you were allergic to dust and allergic to cold and you're allergic to pollen and you're allergic to this and that. And over a period of time, your nose began to do whatever you told it to do. And right, I had to repent. I said, God, you created me out of dust. How can I say I'm allergic to the very thing you created me with? Do you understand? This is alchemy. And so I I walked into a sandstorm one day in Dubai. I walked into that sandstorm and I said, sandstorm, you are my friend. I will never dishonor you again. And that day I got healed. Never took medication ever again. Never needed to take medication again. And I want you to know that when you begin to honor the body, it will do exactly what you honor it to do. So in this moment, I just want to pray for you. Father, I just release your love. And I just release honor the revelation of honor, God, that our minds will be renewed with the revelation that you honor the temple that you dwell in. So God, with the honor that you have for this temple, we honor this temple right now. We honor this body. Every single person who's watching online, every single person who's listening to me in the hospital right now, begin to honor your body and you will begin to see how healing will begin to take place. There will be a shift. There will be a shift right now. There's a shift taking place. Your lungs are beginning to take deeper breaths. Your your liver is beginning to do what God created it to do. Your kidneys are beginning to work right now. Your stomach is beginning to work right now. Your gallbladder is beginning to work right now. 
Your teeth are beginning to work right now. Your tongue, your eyes, your brain, everything is beginning to work because you are honoring it right now. Every single person who's struggling with heart disease right now, I just release honor and forgiveness into your heart. Every person who's struggling with gout, I right now I release that your feet are the gospel, carry the gospel of peace right now. From this moment on it will not carry the message of gout, but it will carry the message of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. From this moment on, your feet will not carry gout, but it will carry good news. Good news. Thank you, Father. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for giving us this provision. Thank you that we can do this stuff. <laughs> Thank you that we can do this. This is legal to do. This is legal to do. Thank you, Father, that you're making us mature. We don't need to depend on people. We can, we have it all. <laughs> we have it all, God. We have it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Bless you guys. Love you. It's going to be awesome. Okay? Love you. Bless you. Thank you, Jasmine.